Good evening, everybody. Welcome to an episode of Living Light Outdoors. Live on the mic, live on the camera. We are uh, into week three of how to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, this has been a series that we started. Um, we've been spending a lot of time talking about the Holy Spirit. I hope you're enjoying these. I'm learning from them. I hope you are as well. And I hope one thing is, is I hope you're learning to dig deeper into God's Word, to really seek Him for what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So tonight in week three of How to Be Filled with the Holy Spirit, our subtitle is What Does It Mean to Be Filled with the Holy Spirit? We hear the term a lot, be filled with the Holy Spirit, but what does it truly mean to be filled with the Holy Spirit? To be filled with the Holy Spirit is to be filled with Jesus Christ, the risen Son of God, to, be, to abide in Him. It means that the Holy Spirit enables us to live a holy life and to bear spiritual fruit. In John 15, 8, it says, My Father is glorified and honored by this when you bear much fruit and prove yourselves to be my true disciples. So God's, God's well pleased and is honored when, when we bear much fruit uh, and, and we prove ourselves to be his disciples, to be Jesus' disciples. According to the Lord Jesus Christ, the only way we can demonstrate that we are truly following him is to bear fruit which includes introducing others to our Savior as well as living holy lives. There's a lot of key ingredients into that. You know, the Bible, he, he talked, Jesus talked multiple times about you'll know them by their fruit. He was talking about trees, but he was referring to people. You'll know them by their fruit. I've, I've had multiple conversations concerning these things, and it just stands to be true. You're going to know them by the fruit that falls from their tree. Living holy lives. That's that's key ingredient into, into being filled with the Holy Spirit. We are to live a holy life. It's hard to live a holy life in this crazy world we're in. And the only way we're going to do so effectively is to be filled with the Holy Spirit and also to introduce others. Jesus sent us out into this world to seek out that which is lost so that it may be found. We're to go into all the world and preach the gospel. And, to, and the key ingredient is to make followers, to make disciples of all people that we encounter. And the only way we can produce fruit is through the power of the Holy Spirit. Some time ago, a leading theologian was asked if he felt that one could be spirit-filled without being a witness to his way of life. And his answer was an empathetic no. Failure to witness for Christ with our lips is disobedience, just as much as failure to witness by living holy lives is to disobey his command. It goes against the word of God, either one of those. In John 16, 3, it says, And they will do these things because they have not known the Father or me. They'll live a life in disobedience because they haven't known the Father and they haven't known Jesus. As the Holy Spirit controls us, we will mature in Christ, and the fruit of the Spirit will become increasingly evident. There's, man, there's a lot to this. This is, <laughs> this is a very simple teaching on a very deep subject. But as the Holy Spirit enables us, controls us, becomes more alive in us, grows inside of us, will mature in Christ, and, and the fruit of the Spirit will become very much evident in our lives. We will, we will begin to, to leave the evidence of being filled with the Holy Spirit everywhere we go. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 through 23, it says this, But the fruit of the Spirit, the result of His presence within us, whew, that alone right there is a whole message in itself, the fruit of the Spirit is the result of His presence within us, is love, 
unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, I like this, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting. Big difference, patience. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and against such things there is no law. So, but the fruit of the Spirit, the result of His presence within us, is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and against such things there is no law. The Christian life is both critical and progressive. There comes a critical point in time when we first learn what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit by faith as an act of will. And it's an act of the Father's will. He, he desires us to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Look what he said to his disciples. You, know, you guys need to go and wait. I have to go away, but I'll send the Comforter. And it's better that I go away because you need the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, more than you need me. It, it'll embolden you. It'll empower you. It becomes the essence of holiness in us. It's what drives us to be holy people. It's, it's what draws us constantly towards God. You know, we, we fight. We fight darkness every day. I have conversations with people constantly because they're in a battle. Man, I'm in a battle. Ron and I are in a battle. We're constantly warring against spiritual things. Anytime you, you, anytime you try to progress spiritually, the enemy is going to rise up against you. He doesn't want to lose you to the Father. He wants to keep you mired in your muck. Listen, if, if you're not feeling the attack of the enemy, I would question where you stand with the Spirit. I know that's kind of a harsh statement, but it's a truth. Because right now, especially in these dark times, as darkness continues to encroach upon us, if we're not, if we're not constantly being tested by the darkness, by the, by the enemy, then, then I would question where I stand in my faith to the Father. Because if I'm doing His will, I'm going to be at war. There's going to be a war going on in me, around me, beside me, over me, under me, wherever it happens to be. There's going to be a spiritual battle taking place, and it's going to be for my soul and, and for what's going on around me. Because the enemy does not want us progressing, bringing that kingdom of God forth on this earth. There's a fight. The Christian life is both critical and progressive. This, this critical point in time when, when we first learn what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit and faith is an act of the will of the Father. As we continue to live under the Holy Spirit's control, we progress and we mature in our faith. It should be a constant gain. It should be a constant growth. It, it's, like, it's like garden, man. It's almost garden time. You know, as you put those seeds in the ground and they come forward and they begin to spring and you begin to care for those seeds and you water that garden, it begins to grow until it produces a crop. It produces fruit. It's exactly what it is when the Holy Spirit comes into us. It begins to grow inside of us. And as it matures, as we seek it, as we seek the Father, as we seek God's things, then that fruit becomes evident in our life. And it's scriptural. It's all right there. We come to understand and apply the Word of God. The Holy Spirit enables us to come to an understanding and apply the Word of God in a way that maybe we hadn't realized before. I talk about this all the time. The, the, the Word is living. It's, it's, it's the living, breathing Word of God. It's, it's God in a book. It, it's, it's Him. It's, it's His Word. It's His breathing. It's His life. And as we read it, it comes alive. 
multiple times, things that I've read multiple times over just jump off the page at me. I, I Yesterday, I was actually telling somebody about this yesterday. I got real excited about it because a, a very prominent prophetic speaker uh, someone who sp- he's he's very knowledgeable in the in the ways of Israel and the ancient things and and the, I'm I'm impressed by the guy he's he is someone to follow and I was listening to him and he and he made the comment he goes yeah I was reading the word the other day and and it's a passage of scripture I've read a hundred times and all of the sudden I saw it different than I've ever seen it before how many times have you heard me say this that's exactly what happens because the 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 word is living. It is, and it's the Holy Spirit that moves us. The Word hasn't changed. God didn't go in there and rewrite it. He didn't go in there and scribble something out and put something else in. We changed. Our eyes opened to see something in a different way. The spiritual eyes of our heart became aware. We come to an understand and apply the Word of God in ways that we've never dreamed. God's Word is the basis of our spiritual growth. You want to grow spiritually? Get in God's Word. You have to. You've got to get in God's word. You've got to take it in. It's like food for our body. It's sustenance. It's something we must have inside of us. We come to live in victory over our daily problems. Will we have loss? Yes. Will we have wounds? Yes. It's a war. It's a battle. Will we, will we lose completely? No. We will win. Those who endure to the end will overcome. Those who overcome, those who endure... We come to live in victory over our daily battles. You have a weakness, you have a struggle, you have a, 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 a place where the enemy attacks you on a constant basis, dive deeper into God's word. Shore up that area. Bolster that area. Build it up. Make him find another weakness in you to attack. We ought to overcome the weaknesses that we have. First Peter chapter 1, verse 14 and 16 says this, Live as obedient children of God. Do not be conformed. To the evil desires which governed you in your ignorance before you knew the requirements and the transforming power of the good news regarding salvation. But like the Holy One who called you, be holy yourselves in all your conduct. Be set apart from this world by your godly character and your moral courage. Because it is written, you shall be holy, set apart, for I am holy. That is a great scripture. That's a refrigerator prayer. First Peter chapter 1, verse 14 and 16. Live as obedient children of God. Don't be conformed to the evil desires which governed you in your ignorance. This time before you knew the requirements and the transforming power of the good news regarding salvation. Before you were saved. But like the Holy One who called you, be holy yourselves in all your conduct. All your conduct. Be set apart from the world by your godly character and your moral courage. It takes a lot of moral courage to stand up today. It takes a lot of godly character to set ourselves apart from this world today. Because it is written, you shall be holy, be set apart, for I am holy. That was God's word. When we find ourselves in a place of uncertainty as to what or how to pray or over any given circumstance or a matter that may be coming up in front of us, the Holy Spirit in us leads us in the right direction. Be, being filled with the Holy Spirit puts us in a new place. It, it allows us, even when we don't know what to say, even when we don't know what to pray, even when circumstances around us maybe seem like we're unmatched for it, we don't know what to do. 
Check out what it says in Romans chapter 8, verse 26. In the same way, the Spirit comes to us and helps us in our weakness. We do not know what prayer to offer or how to offer it as we should, but the Spirit himself knows our need and at that right time intercedes on our behalf with sighs and groanings too deep for words. Again, such a powerful piece of scripture. In the same way, the Spirit comes to us. He helps us in our weakness. We do not know what to pray or what to offer or how to offer as as we should, but the Spirit himself knows our need and at the right time intercedes on our behalf with sighs and groanings too deep for words. The Holy Spirit intercedes for us. To, to, To intercede, this word intercede means to stand in the gap, to plead the case of another. Jesus is our intercessor. I just had this conversation with someone earlier. This is so cool that it's right here. (laughs) Jesus stands in the gap for us. He stands between the Father and us. He stands pleading our case before God. That's what it means to intercede. It's to plead the case of another. We need to be filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit. It's it's our power. It's everything we need to walk in this time of trouble. This time of darkness, it is the light that shines from us. It is the fruit that others will see. It's what sets us apart from this world. Seek being filled with the Holy Ghost. If you don't know what it truly stands, if you're not sure if you are, if you don't have any idea where we're at, just begin to ask God about it. Begin to seek Him. There's always more. God always has something more for us. Go deeper. Keep pushing into Him. Go deeper. Don't stop. Don't ever say, I've got enough. That's all I need. Because it's not. We need We need way more than we will ever receive in this lifetime here on earth. Keep pressing in. Keep pursuing the Word of God. Keep pursuing Him personally. Let Him fill you with the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for your support. Thank you for following us. Thank you for praying for us. God has done some incredible things for our, our, our personal life just in the last couple of days. Um, he's answered some prayers. We're seeing God move in, in critical areas of our life. We've been praying for the suddenly. We've been praying for God to provide the suddenly, the miraculous, and he's doing so. I won't go into details, but things have happened just in the last couple of days that are miraculous. God is moving. Don't miss this. You got issues. You got struggles. Put them before the Lord. Begin to pray over them. Pray consistently over them. Pray persistently over them. Pray fervently over them. And don't give up. And don't give in. Keep pressing in to the Lord. And let him find you pressing in always. Amen. We love you guys. If you can support us financially, if you desire to, all of our giving links are on our webpage. They're on our Facebook page. Um, They're everywhere you want to be. (laughs) Shoot me a message. We honestly would love to hear from you. I have gotten several messages over the last couple of days. I've spent a couple of times just writing messages to people. I've spent some time on the phone with people who are, who are struggling. We're all struggling right now. This is a time of challenge. Don't, don't walk this out alone. If you need someone to visit with you, I, I've been called an internet pastor before. I, that's what I am. It's what I do. You need, you need a pastoral advice. You need someone to bend an ear. Send, send me a message. We can exchange phone numbers. We can get on the phone if need be, or we can just message back and forth. But let's talk. Let's 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 find a place to so I can pray with you, 
so that we can support you and do everything that we can to help you in this time. Amen. God bless you guys. We love you. We're praying for you. Please keep praying for us. Amen. We'll talk to you again real soon.